When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. You know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. He heard my guy Bolo just said, this is the porch. Welcome. Started we back, man. Shout out to all the porch family. I know we took a week off last week, had some bills to pay, but we are back, and we better than ever. Bolo, how you feeling, brother? Bless, highly favored, ten toes down. Y'all know how I'm coming when I'm coming on the porch. Can't get on the porch without thanking the man above, brother. But other than that, I'm blessed, brother. How you doing? Hey, man, the feeling is mutual. The feeling is mutual. And I am so excited to be back on the show, man. My favorite part of the week. Been grinding, you know, as usual, you know, making plays, trying to make a dollar. You know what I mean? On top of another dollar. Come on now, man. You know, we got some. You know, we got some news we're going to share at some point, you know, uh, uh, coming up soon, y'all, Port family. So y'all just stay tuned. But now I'm excited to dive in. It's been a lot of, lot of interesting topics been going on around in the world, in sports, in society, in social. I've just been seeing all types of wild stuff going on. So we're going to dive into all of that uh, and much more. But real quick, got to shout out to our sponsor, Bet Online. Make sure, man, for all of our gamblers, sports gamblers, I know right now it's that weird part of the year. Ain't no basketball, ain't no football yet, but it is close. Um, but it is baseball. You got the World Cup around the corner, the Women's World Cup. So for all the gamblers, man, go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get a 50% plus on your welcome bonus. And uh, Bolo, man, let's get straight to it, man. What's on your mind, man? I, I, me, so real quick for the viewers who don't know, me and Bolo throughout the week, we send each other like random topics and things that catch our eye, like really throughout the entire week, either via text or Instagram, like what have you. And there's a whole bunch of topics and stuff that I know I sent you. And uh, shoot, we we can we can dive we can dive straight straight into one right now, man. How, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, bro. But before we get into it, we got to give y'all some porch news, man. If y'all listening, make sure y'all hit that junk drawer. Y'all grab them old phones, man. Old phones I used to use back in high school, man, because this story is crazy. All right, check this out. So according to CBS News, iPhone collectors are willing to drop a bag to get their hands on a throwback phone. So this past Sunday, an an unopened first-generation iPhone was sold for $190,000. What? All right, a 2007, okay, unopened first generation iPhone, y'all, was sold for 190,000. It says the the phone which was originally released on June 29, 2007, was still in its original packing and had never been activated. The original price for the phone back then was 499 for 4 gig and 599 for 8 gig, and it's currently been auctioned off for 190,000. What? what the fuck? We've been seeing a lot of crazy stuff, a Some lot of crazy, crazy purchases. Shit. We had a topic a couple like maybe a month ago about 
some some girls selling like they cereal bath water and they made like a hundred thousand overnight. So like like we 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 missing our beat, bro. Like we we might be in the wrong we might be in the wrong profession right now, bro. Like you mean to tell me oh seven? I think oh seven. I probably was in. I was in the seventh maybe grade. A sophomore. I was probably a sophomore in high school. Yeah, you was a it's freshman like, or a sophomore. I was in yeah, the seventh grade. Sophomore in high yeah. school. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what my first phone was. I never got. I probably didn't get an iPhone though. Probably until maybe four. The iPhone four came out. That's mm. when I jumped on the iPhone. So I didn't get the OG iPhone. But I'm like, damn, and unopened. Just imagine if you just had an iPhone, bro, that you just never opened. The old school, like it's old, I ain't using. I already got a new one. Right. And then you figure out somebody sold it for 190 bands. I'm just what I need to understand, and maybe I got to read up more on it. What are they doing with it? Is it like a collect a collector's item? Is it like was it something special about that phone that was so exclusive that it just like they just had to have it? Are they gonna resell it? Is it the last iPhone seven uh, that's been un? untouched ever and it just that the scarcity of it is where the value comes from i just don't understand so what the phone has so i guess to add more context to it i guess the particular iphone was discontinued two months following its um release due to idle sales um mm. so i guess obviously in 2007 it was probably something new to the world people wasn't jumping on it right away you know two weeks later they end up you know canceling the, canceling the the phone line and shit, I guess those people who bought it, you know, within that time frame, somebody was lucky enough to still hold on to it and still have it in the package. That's wild, man. I, I, just, I wonder the people who bought it, are they, like I said, are they planning on reselling it or they just want to have clout and say, hey, I we bought a $190,000 yeah. iPhone. And it's, it's almost like some art at that point, right? Like, we and got it's, it. And it's, and it's almost something where, like, you know, obviously you got to have some bread to be able to just buy something as simple as a as a old iphone and it's like you know like we were saying pre you know before the show it's like oh seven you know obviously that's that's quite a while but oh seven really wasn't too far you know as far as vintage goes to right. be paying that much money for something you know what i'm saying that's still the the 2000s so right. i mean what it makes me believe that like maybe in the next 20 or 40 years 20 to 40 years that that iphone probably gonna triple you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they must know something we don't know. 14, we on the iPhone 14 now, so, you know, who knows in the next 20 years what the iPhone will look like. And if you got an OG iPhone, yeah, you probably you probably can get breaded on it. So I'm assuming they'll probably try to resell it. Well, Bolo shit, I got a couple flip phones, I think, oh, still really? laying around somewhere. and I, I, I might have a fucking BlackBerry somewhere. You Ooh, know, I had a... Around. Uh, Man, shout out to the motherfuckers with the sidekicks. Boom, that bitch used to flick up. I used to be texting like a motherfucker on that. And the black the blackberry was hard too though because it, it it was like kind of like short and chubby like blocky yeah it's a blocky with a key it, it was real unique i, I, I like the uniqueness was. of it yeah, i was I, the, the buttons used to be so small on them bitches though too hella small like hella, hella small. small buttons on but them. i think that was one of the first ones that have like the little controller like the little in the air, middle I mean, yeah i had a little cursor yeah, yeah. like you playing with the clip right the there in the middle nah I, my daddy had a blackberry yeah. the razors was hard remember the razors yeah, everybody had Razor for like Razor was big as hell though, wasn't it? Was, it? it was, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a cordless big. phone. Yeah, literally, and that bitch was thin as fuck. That bitch could be right on the side of your face like a motherfucker. Like, Ugh. hello, let me hit you back. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That bitch slide right in your back pocket and everything. Slide in between the the, the couch cushions. But look, let me ask you this: What's something that's like from the old school that if you had the money, like you don't care what it is, like you would pay for it? Like, is it an old phone, mm. a game system, some old like? You know what I'm saying? Some old Jabo, some some Fubo, you know, Fubo. I mean, like some type of like. Hey, I ain't gonna cap. Back in the day, though, Fat Albert was my shit. 
Like if I had some fat Albert gear, like yeah. going to school, like you couldn't tell me nothing. Like it was a couple, uh, like throughout the, like I went to public school. So there was a, there was a time point in time growing up in elementary school where we didn't have to wear uniforms. So we, we get right. to wear obviously street clothes to school every day. And honestly, like growing up, like, believe it or not, like second, third, fourth grade, like it was a fucking fashion show going in there. Like kids will be on it. Like, and are they'll get on your ass Yeah, depending upon what, whatever you wore. So, you know, Thinking you young, you know, you wasn't that young because you understood, like, damn, let me make sure I come on, come, come together with some shit on yep. so motherfuckers ain't trying to flame. So you come in there with some, you know what I mean, some food, some fubu and some fat Albert on, though, around second, third grade, though. You that nigga in there for real. Yeah. Hey, I, I used to yeah. love, I used to love the shirts with the different, like, characters or caricatures or whatever on there. Like, I had a yeah. Captain Crunch, a, a black Captain Crunch where he's smoking a blunt on there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember the, uh, the designer shirts like that. Yeah, that, that used to be a thing. I want one now, yeah. she call me you know, whatever. You know what? You know what's one gene that I bring bring back though is what? uh the advisals. Oh, you I, the I, ones that had the line on the back of the pants. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, these used to be hard. I had like two pairs. But you I'm said like, you'll wear them right now if it came down to it. I mean, I, probably so. Shit, if the bitches was on there, I'd probably take my chances though. But they gotta, they kind of be gotta be in style though, because I see, I see, I see niggas rocking the Fubu jerseys now a little bit more too. Like it's starting to come back in style a little bit more. Like I seen Kodak with one on, my dog That's Nate wild. had one on. So it's you know what I mean, and, it, and it's not like they cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like they they a decent price as you know, meaning that like people are probably buying them. Yeah, it's you know, some it's some work there. Man, you know what I mean? So, bro, who who determines? I think I've asked this before, but it just always blows my mind. Who determines what's cool or not, and what and what's popping? Because like. If somebody were to wear a, 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 a FUBU jersey five years ago, oh, you lame as hell, oh, broke his head, I was a homeless dude, whatever. You, but you wear that same jersey today, oh, it's fresh as hell, it's clean. Oh, yeah. Like, it, the concept of that, it, really, it makes no sense. You think about, about if we keep it real, we, we are all followers. I mean, to, easy. To an extent. Sub, like Subconsciously, too. Subconsciously, we, we fall. Everybody falls in this bubble of wanting to be accepted or wanting to be liked. So being trying to be accepted or trying to be like comes in the form of what you wear or what you say or how you move, you know what I'm saying? Or your friend group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it, it does take a, a lot for somebody to get to the point of like, okay, let me step outside this bubble and really do my thing. Like you really have to really focus on trying to do your own thing because naturally you can just fall with the wave of what everybody else is doing, what everybody yeah. else is saying, what everybody else is eating. You know what yep, I'm saying? Right. Like it's a it's a wave uh, for everything. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta kind of put some attention into, you know, bro. I, I, I've grown so it. much, and thank God. I, I it's a quick funny story. I might have said it before a while back, but I remember back in like eighth grade, it was around Christmas time, and these new J's was coming out. It was, it was like the I, we were calling it the, the Christmas eights. It was like the all black suede in the bottom corner had like the red, black, and like I think a blue or kind of purpose little yeah. color line. And like you talking about, I already know what you're talking I know, about. I know you I know because you a sneakerhead. I was never a sneakerhead. Like, we ain't have money like that. I ain't know nothing about like Team J versus the real facts, J. Facts. I learned that shit late, like going into college. I think shout out to Nate. Nate put me on game. Like, Come look, on. I didn't know none of that. Nate, Dead ass. You know, Nate was flame back in the day. Uh <laughs> but so mm-hmm. anyway, everybody in school was talking about the Christmas age, the Christmas age. It was like it was a cool thing. So I literally begged my mom, my, my pops, like, I need these shoes. You know, I, I want them. I want them. When I first seen them, I'm gonna be real. You Visually, be rocking with them. I wasn't even rocking with them, Bolo. But because everybody was talking about getting them, and I wanted to have that little bit of clout, 
I begged for them, and I got them. Shout out to my parents for getting them. And I will say this. When I put them mothers on my feet, they was fire. Like, in hindsight, oh. I've been wanting to get them same Jays again, the exact same thing. Hey. They fire. Bro, it's perfect timing, bro. They you, they drop they drop again in September. You lying. No I way. I swear to God, bro. I the, swear the to you, The exact same ones I'm on right now. The exact same ones you said. The black one, the black eights, bro. And they got like the, the white, blue, and kind of red on the, on the, on the uh, side. Like on, on the, on the, the little... Shoe. Bolo. Yeah, on, like the back of the shoe. Yeah, bro, they drop in September because I'm like, bro, them, them, them are the shoes, bro. I had a pair in high school and I I've been looking for a pair and I'm like, I'm gonna just try to win the raffle, bro. Damn, see, that, that's another thing with Jays. Why do you make it so hard to get? I get the exclusive, but like raffle, like I got the money, I just want the shoes. Why I gotta like yeah, bro. fall in the? I'm I'm a, I, you know, I'm, I'm plugged in a little bit. I'm gonna help look, you bro. see what I can do, bro. Yes, them are look, look at the date the they dropping. September 30th. 30th. For 210, that's nothing. For 210. But it's like, you got to try to win them bitches, bro. But like, man, the sneaker bro, app got to do a better job, bro, because they talking about they've been getting rid of bots, bro. Bots still been fucking taking over and fucking winning all the J's. Send me that link, though, Bolo, if you can, or that screenshot, whatever, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. I'm going to see if I can get ahead of it. Me and you both, we got some connects, bro. We might mess around and be able to. put some fillers out there early. Woo, zoop, sloop. Right, but my buddy, you might be able to make some shake, bro. No, nah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious that I didn't even know you that was going on. As so, soon as you said that, back. I was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. They be so fire, bro. What's some like you can go black jeans with it, you, you know can, what yeah, I mean? You can go done with them bitches. You, they you can really go some blue jeans. You want to be a little different, but I mean me, I, I'm all black. I'm black jeans, right? I got the tongue out. I'm two chains, like I'm two chains. Oh, like I'm chain. I gotta give me a new oh, chain too. Get your new chain, Bolo, man. Yeah. You be grinding, you deserve it, bro. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. You know what I'm saying? Server, bro, so. Speaking of speaking of new chains, I think this is a perfect segue. Um, I be, I believe we seen a video that we we shared with each other over the weekend on how a guy spent over five million dollars on jewelry and he works a nine to five. Um, right, I didn't understand I guess, that. I guess what's your thought on that? Like, is that acceptable? Is that cool? Like, if he you know if he got it, then why not? Or is it like okay, you spending your money on the wrong thing? Like, what what you think? I mean, like, if there's a business plan behind why you're buying that jury and, like, there's some type of value behind it to where you can resell it and make it, then maybe that can make sense. But that's the only angle, I think, that 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 would be appropriate. Otherwise, no, there's no reason to be spending that much money on jury. And in my opinion, you even see a lot of the OGs now, like the rappers and stuff now, you know, Jeezy comes kind to mind. From, a lot yeah. of guys, yeah, they, they, they wear maybe one nice chain and they kind of just chilling because they understand that, like, yeah, they went through their phase when they were younger. But it's like now that they got older and got more mature, they understand that's like, man, all this stuff is just I'm wearing that this chain to prove what? To prove that I'm I'm worth something to you, that I got money to you, or that I'm but now when you get older, it's like, nah, I got my value. I know my value. I ain't gotta prove nothing to none of y'all. I'm buying houses and real estate and business plans. You know, I'm opening up restaurant restaurants. I just saw a new, a new Hart House, which is Kevin Hart's restaurant down the street in Hollywood. So you oh, know, I think, I think people just doing more, you know, more big moves like that mm -hmm. to where it's like Get your jewelry, get your watches. Like me, I, I, I'm talking. I got jewelry nice on. Right time now. pieces, yeah. But you don't need to be spending like you said five milli, five milli, five million. Um, and he working nine to five. 
Um, you know, that. like, you know, honestly, though, you know, it, it, it ain't tricking if you got it. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I'm not I'm not knocking the brother and what he doing. You know, I think it's all a matter of what kind what kind of nine to five you working. Right. Right. You know what I'm he, saying? Like if, he ain't making like 50,000 a year because if that's the case, he couldn't afford you know the what change. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? saying? If you're making, yeah. you making like $50,000 a year, then okay. But then also too, you know, with $5 million worth of jewelry, like hopefully you ain't financing that shit. Like if you paid that shit with cash, mm. then cool. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, you know, he may have some other businesses and, you know, sometimes people just like working. So we don't know the full story in his brother's background. You know what I'm saying? But to have $5 million, you know, mm, worth a jury on. It's like at some point, you know, you could potentially do something with that jewelry that can net you some cash at some point. Obviously, things decrease with value as you continue to wear it and stuff like that. But right. you know, knowing that you have something though that you know could be liquidated, you know, always kind of gives you a quick safety net. Um, but yeah, I couldn't be a one the one working a nine to five with five million dollars worth of jewelry. I think it's just working backwards, in my opinion. But uh, right. you know, I think we do live in a world going back to kind of what the wave is, you know, people like seeing people with jewelry, like people, you know, kind of even before they talk to you, they see, you know, your status by what you got on and, and how you look. And they kind of start to create their own narrative about you from that point. So yep. you know, maybe that brother is pretty, pretty consistent on trying to create a, um, a narrative about himself. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Now that's how I, now you are right, bro. Like everybody uh, will, will make a judgment, you know, on you just like, before they even know who you are, before you say Easy, a word, bro. look at how you dress and how you walk, what type of car you got, just and off you, the rip. You know, and what subconsciously, bro, I do it. I do it all the time. Yeah, like I do it all the time. I see a motherfucker, bro. I see a big, a big ass, big ass dude with muscles and got a chain on, whatever. I'm like, damn, he probably in the league. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we all just, do that, you know. And I, I was telling my wife one day, I think we was at Disney. We seen a big dude. He's probably had to be about six three, six four. Yeah, yeah rocked yeah. up. You know, chain. You know what I mean? Nice family. And we look and she like, he probably playing the league. I'm like, he probably do. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, that's rude as fuck if we ask him if he playing the league. Like, we just can't just be assuming. You right. know what I mean? Black athletic dude, you know, golds, got chain, you know, dreads. Like, oh, yeah, he in the league. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's he could be a silly. CEO or some shit. He could be a trapper. He could be a rapper. Be an entrepreneur. He yeah. Got counting. He could be a, a lot of things. But can we also be real, too? This is the Porsche Tobolo. Bolo. Sometimes, like, like, there is a certain look, I would say, to certain professions, not all professions, but I'm saying like mm. we keeping it real. Rappers, yeah. young rappers, they wear like they wear a lot of jewelry. Like it's, it's not about I'm not stereotyping. They literally like, that's what they do. Like there's only a handful of people I can think of that really don't. Like J Cole don't really do it. I feel like Kendrick don't really do it. Like off the top of the head, those are the two that I feel like who never really done and they, it, and they ain't really like they ain't young we, like that no more, right? You know what I'm saying? We we older now, so they you know they they they, they consider, especially to the high schoolers, like OGs like down there, yeah, right? OGs, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I think so when you talk about the the G Herbos, the Dirks, and the little babies, and you Wayne know, yeah, when he was younger, especially yeah, like niggas be wearing thousands of chains, bro. Like you can't even see. They fucking neck, you know. So yeah, so I like, definitely agree with you. I, on that. I, I think we always be like scared to like stereotype stuff, and and I get it. There's certain things where we should definitely not stereotype people in, but some sometimes there's some truth in the stereotype, and it's like yeah, a lot of rappers wear a lot of jewelry, and it, whatever your opinion is on it, it's okay. So if I see somebody who who 
you know, look, dress nice, got all designer clothes on, jewelry, you know, uh, you know, just look like spend a lot of money on what they wearing and how they look. Mm -hmm. It's a few professions that it's gonna come to my mind, you know what I'm saying? Because it just is what it is. So I don't know. I I just I just found that that interesting because I thought we all be like hesitant to be like, oh, I don't, don't want to judge them, but uh, facts. I mean, it's what it is. It like, is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know what I mean? Call a spade a spade. Call a spade a spade, Bolo, man. And uh, switching gears here a little bit, man, uh, to another topic that that I found interesting over the last few days. Seeing a lot of these boyfriends coming out, you know, emotional against their celebrity girlfriends, <laughs> wives, what have you. Obviously, last episode, we talked about the Kiki Palmer situation, and we dove into that. Most recently, I'm seeing, uh, I think it's rapper DDG, who I've heard of, but I've never listened to any of his music yet, if I'm being honest. Had a new song where he's addressing all his insecurities about dating ha uh, Halle Bailey uh, on a new song, Famous. And uh, it's get, people getting a lot of, like, mixed emotions on it. You know, he's, he's really diving to it. It's almost like he's using his song as, like, a therapy session about how he's feeling and about God flirting with her and, and uh, you know, I think she was, uh, might have been a scene or something she acted in where he, he didn't like or what have you. What is going on below where all these men are being so damn emotional and coming out and not just being emotional, because, like, that's one thing, but publicly right. putting all their business out on Front Street. I don't like the public stuff. I don't mind you necessarily having uh, uh, some emotions about something. I mean, we're men. We, it's okay to feel something. But it's mm -hmm. like, why you got to go public with it? Why you got to make a song with it and almost like you're using your partner as like clout as a way to build up and make money off her name? That's how I would feel if I was in her shoes. It's like, she's popping. She's a bigger name than DDG. You making a song talking about your insecurities in that relationship is going to catch attention, which is doing right now, which is why we're talking about it. So if, if, that, if that was your job or that was your goal, kudos to you. But as a man, bro, Talk to her privately. Why are you putting that shit out here for the whole world yeah. to judge y'all? Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm kind of double-sided just because from that same point, I, I'm thinking like, like, were you looking to get like, you know, just notoriety, you know, from from your girlfriend? You know, if that's the case, then it like you you corny for that, you know what I'm saying? But then on the other end of the spectrum, okay, I can respect, you know, you showing your feelings. Cause remember, I told you we live in a society now where you know, men are not allowed to be vulnerable and give mm -hmm. them, give us raw emotion and how he feel, you know, because in, in our reality, like that's how women feel all the time. And women are tapped into their emotional intelligence and they're able to, you know, verbalize that and communicate that with us, you know, and also on social media and, you know, it's the norm. So we deal with it and we just kind of go on with it. But when a man does it, it kind of, it kind of stops, like the world kind of stops a little bit and it's like, Get your old sensitive, emotional ass song. We ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it goes back to what I was talking about with Kiki Palmer. You know, wrong place, wrong time, though, right? But at the right. same time, like, don't don't down this brother for how he feels. That's his feelings. You know what I'm saying? You can't knock a motherfucker for how he feeling. Right. But I will say, if he were to if he were to do that like next year or like the year before, then I think his feelings and what he said would be completely validated just on the, on the point of him expressing what, how he feels. But seeing that, you know, um, Hallie's at a point right right now where she just produced a Little Mermaid. You know, she got songs out, like she's on popping. press runs and she's popping. Like she's, she's at that point in her career where it's like, she's like so high 
where like she can't do nothing but continue to soar, you know? So I feel like he feels that and he's trying to take that light away from her. Like he's dimming her light right now mm. with that extra shit that's not really important. You know what I'm saying? At the moment, you know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes too in relationships, like even though if we feel it some type of way, sometimes we have to eat it for a second just so that we can let our partner continue to do what they need to do to continue to see things out. And then, like you said, at another at another point in time, maybe you throw that out there or maybe you have that sidebar conversation with her. But I just think right now, dog, DDG, that's bad timing, dog. Like you like don't don't be the one to make a music video talking about all the things she's doing. And she's at the the highest point of her career right now. I think that's just selfish. I think that's corny. But I do appreciate him being vulnerable and, and sharing how he feels, because I think there's a lot of people out here who feels like that brother feels at certain points. But the way the world is set up, people aren't comfortable enough to actually express that. I agree with that. I think you said that perfectly. Um, I do think we, we live in a world where it is you know, somewhat looked down upon for men to be emotional and, and to put out their emotions. But I do feel like also to that point that we live in a, at a point in time where this this is the easiest time as a man to be emotional and put your emotions out. Like in comparison mm. to... I think early 2000s, it was way like you definitely couldn't say nothing in like as a man or you would be looked at as soft, weak, fragile. I think this is the most and I'm going to be real, man, because like it's tough for me, Bolo, man. It's tough because I, I get caught on the fence on one side of a man. It's like, yeah, it's cool to be able to pour out my emotions. It's times where I'm emotional and it's times where I got to, you know, I feel some type of way about whatever. And I want to say that to my wife and open up to her. But at the same time, man, like men and women are not the same. And the standards and responsibilities between us are not the same. So the reason I say that is just because a woman is able to pour out her her emotions and wear her emotions on her sleeve and be emotional about whatever 24-7, does that mean a man should follow suit? Where are the men where, where, where we're still able to be masculine, though, and be able to just, yeah, like something might may affected you? But you don't let it really impact you. You let you you brush that shit off and you see, keep going. See, it gotta be a fine balance, Bolo. And I think we but see I but I, nowadays. But I, I'm but gonna be real with it. I understand that. I understand exactly where you're coming from. But you know, obviously it is a double standard, you know, and that's just what it is, you know, where women can, you know, obviously be more vulnerable um and in tune to like the emotional intelligence side. And, and men are taught to kind of just embrace that that strong um minded and like I can overcome this overpower situation. But you know, I, I think, you know, that is what harmed a lot of us, bro. You know what mm. I'm saying? I think that's what hurts a lot of us in, in today's world, just because we don't know how to effectively communicate how we feel. You know what I mean? So, you know, typically that that energy is harnessed and balled up and it's turned into other things, right? Treating people wrong or, you know, doing the wrong thing or cheating and like stuff like that. So I think the more you're able to release that type of energy, you know what I'm saying? I think it, it makes for a better person. It makes for a better you. You know, um, and I think some people are different. You know, I think me and you are, are very much the same as far as kind of like still an old school mentality where, you know, we know how to, you know, pick and choose our battles and, and able to, you know, harness emotions and, and obviously knowing when to display them in a specific way right, or time balanced. or fashion. Yep. Right. It's, it's, it's definitely a balance to that. But obviously, I, you know, there's not a lot of people that's like us in, in that matter. So um, I just, you know, want to continue to you know, be that, be that voice for people of like, man, it's okay to, you know, share who you are. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, I talk shit all the time. I'm a, I'm a get on your ass anyway, just right. regardless, but you know, it's, it's okay for a man to cry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's, it's okay for a man to cry. I think we, we, we got to get out of that mindset of like, you know, I can still be the toughest in the fucking room 
because I'm crying because I'm comfortable with doing that. You know what I'm saying? So um, at the end of the day, I was thinking about this in my head when you said something about like how back in the day people used to be stronger. But let me tell you why I think shit has changed, though. I think the world used to be accept uh, accepting to men actually exp like expressing themselves, bro, because of R&B music. You know, I'm an R&B mm. head, bro. So like a lot of the R&B like artists that we used to hear back in the day, the men, right? The Donnell right. Jones, the Carl Thomas, the Casey's, like, you know what I mean? Brian McKnight's like, they used to sing from a point of like expressing themselves and showing love, right? Bro, let's think about the men R&B artists that we have now or with last ones we had in the five years. Like, what are they talking about? This right here is a panty dropper. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we talking about sex now more. You know, we talking about how, how can we connect with you in the club, right? Ain't nobody really crying like, without you, girl, my life is incomplete. Like, <laughs> you ain't got no Cisco Drew Hills, like, really singing and confessing how they feel, bro. So it goes back to what we said earlier, bro. We become, you know, a product of what's in our ball. You know what I'm saying? So seeing that that ain't being put out in the world, people ain't singing that shit, and, and people ain't putting that type of music out, like people just automatically think like, ain't nobody confessing how they feel or confessing they love and, you know, talking to, about how they feel emotionally, you know, men wise. So like, that's let's dog this motherfucker if he wanted to decide to go ahead and talk some shit about how he feel. Right, that's a good ass angle, Bolo, that I did not think about. I, I gotta, give you, a, I gotta give you a hand clap for that one. That's a good angle, man. On. My only bounce back to that is, I agree with you on the music side, the musicians, but my statement was more so to just the, the everyday society at the But like, it, bro, that's, and I, that's and our I, culture. I think we live in a much more feminine society today than we did in early 2000. If I'm keeping that's it all the way true. 1000, men are true. super feminine today. That's super feminine today. And it's okay. We live in a world today where we're allowing everything, whatever you, whatever you could think of, it's okay. Where back in the days, there was a line like, nah, we're not about to do that. I don't care. It, nah, that ain't happening. Woo, woo, It was different. People, people wouldn't, people wasn't just, I don't know. I just grew up and maybe it was the men that was around me. Like they just was, it was just hard. It just, they, they just wasn't about to like, at least in front of you, they wasn't about yeah. to be folding or complaining too much or being soft and, 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 Blaming other people or why they ain't got this. They was going to figure right. it out. They was going to hustle, legal, illegal, whatever the situation was, yeah. going to figure it out. And maybe they was crying to themselves, but I didn't see a lot of that just outside in front of me, outside the musicians, where today it's like the men want to be the women, the women want to be the men. That's what I see today. Women are the bosses. And that's, and that's a fact. And, I, men and, I feel the, that. and the men is out here just following and and and, and taking the back seat and, and yeah, I don't like so. So I, I guess what I'm saying overall, I don't want people to miss like understand it. It's I think it's okay for men to open up, but it got to be a balance though too. Like you still you yeah. still a man, and what comes with that it's a different mentality, a different level of toughness that I think we're we're, we're built with. We're built as predators. We're built as like the kings, the leaders. You yeah. got to be able to fight through certain things. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And no, I and, and I get that. And like for my listeners too, like you know, we're not trying to make it you know, this side and that side. But like when we're talking about people who are, you know, getting more feminine, right? As far right. as men though, I'm talking about men who, you know, like I feel like you still a strong man if you cry. You still a strong man if you show your emotional side, right? It's a balance. But, you know, when we talk about people who aren't, you know, 
strong we're talking about people who can't hold themselves accountable right we're talking about people yeah. who always place the blame on people like we're talking about the people who don't know how to lead we're talking about the people who you know don't have thick skin to where if they hit a, a rough rough patch right can they manage to bounce back and, and you know battle adversity right so right. Those, those are the things that we were mentioning that we used to see growing up you know but now it's like we see motherfuckers fold now. Like it's men, like we see just men folding under pressure. You know what I'm saying? And falling victim to, to shit that shouldn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest thing that we push. And it's not like men can't be tapped into their emotional side or cry. Like, I think that's all valid. And you can do that. Like, you know, sometimes I'd be feeling like crying and stuff like that, but that's not taking away who I am because I'm going to still try to be a leader. I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to work hard as I can. I'm going to support who I need to support. And, you know, if I fall, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep moving. You know, I'm not going to, you know, it's okay to ask for help, but I'm going to try to do it myself first. You know what I'm saying? Before I ask for a handout. You feel what I'm saying? So 100%. that's where we coming from. 1,000%, bro. It's true. I, I, I cried the other day. So I, you know, I, I go yeah, ahead and Let cry. that shit out. Let it, it out. Good sometimes just cry for whatever. It could be happy yeah. tears, sad tears, sad depressed, tears. whatever I'd be watching movies and shit be like, damn, this shit got my chest puffy and shit. Like, you know what I mean? And you always feel good. You always feel better after the, after the tears, though. I feel like yeah. it's almost like working out. You feel better afterwards. And something that I saw online that made me want to cry angry tears was this right here, Bolo. You know, I'm a food head, and I saw online that Ooh. it was an investigation. A fast food chain investigation reveals that Wendy's and Chick-fil-A restaurants are selling medium-sized fries mm. that weigh less than a small for more money. So they, so they, so they give you medium, supposedly, but it's really less the, than small weight. Because it's funny, bro, because especially at Chick-fil-A, too, when you go to Chick-fil-A, obviously they got the waffle fries, but you right. notice the fries are like more air. Like yep. it's less like potato and like more air. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. bite into it. You're like, damn, where the damn potato at on the inside? Like a, a lot of them are like that now. So that makes a lot of sense when that article came out. And bro, and, and speaking of Chick-fil-A, they again, the, the fries are so big that like they only really give you like six, seven fries because that's all it can fit in, in that cart. In that cart. And so you, I always go to Chick-fil-A and I feel like I, I got to get two fries. Cause it's like, damn, right. like it's not really doing the job. So, you know, I mean, I'm a big supporter, you know, of of, of Wendy's and Chick Fil A when it comes to their food. I think Wendy's is one of the most underrated overall fast food chains of all time. I used to love Wendy's, man. Um, you know, and again, I don't eat fast food a lot, but I'm just saying those are two of the ones that when I do, I am craving it. Those are two of the ones I actually support. I saw this news, man. I almost want to drop a tear. I'm like, you gonna do your people like that, man? You people out here who go to fast food spots, they ain't making a lot of money like that. And y'all out here doing Back. them dirty. They, they they scratching and clawing for that 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 five, six, seven dollars to get a meal. Get on people the actual medium or actual large. Why we out here trying to uh, uh, rip them off to save a save a few dollars, uh, save a few fries on your end? You making you a billion dollar restaurant industry, and you out here trying to save money against some poor folks? Come on, man. That's man. real. And I feel like, too, we got to do something to help the fast food industry, bro. Like, I feel like a lot of the fast food places, bro, like your Burger Kings, your Wendy's, your McDonald's, like they kind of taking they taking a dip in a lot of areas, bro. But I think it's primarily due to customer service because oh, yeah. I think people are so comfortable with like being too good to work in, you know, that type of field to where when they get in it, it's like, welcome to McDonald's, what you want? Yeah, like take pride in your job. Like I don't care what you're doing, how much you get paid, whatever. Like if you sign up for a job, like you're accountable to, you know, hold that standard to, you know, provide customer service and you know put out good food. And sometimes like it's not that fast food is nasty to me. It's just the fact that knowing that I got high school kids or kids that are teenagers who don't really give a fuck back there kicking my food that really does does it for me. You know what I'm saying? So mm. like I don't even know if we can get like older people trust in it. there. 
Yeah, I don't even be trusting it, bro, because it's like they lazy, bro. They they kind of skip steps. They not detailed, bro. Like I went to McDonald's the other day, and I'm older now, y'all. Y'all know you're older now. When you be call, I be calling corporate and shit. Like I be writing reviews and shit, y'all, because I be like, man, this shit is ridiculous. Like this guy, you know, at the first window at McDonald's, he moving too fast. Like so, he take my card, woo woo. You know what I mean? He he take it and then he swipe it, whatever. And I'm like, all right, bet. Like, let me get my receipt. He like, you had the two cokes and the two fries. I'm like, nah, nigga, I had two happy meals in a in a medium fry. So you just swipe my card for the wrong thing. Oh, my bad. Hold on, let me go get the mat. Like, bro, like if you slowed down, like you were you 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 took the time to knew knew what you was doing, like we wouldn't be in this type of situation. You know what I'm saying? So right. now I'm waiting an extra three or four minutes for them to try to put money back on my card. You know what I'm saying? And they like, oh, we're gonna have to swipe it again because obviously that two, that that nine dollars, it was actually twelve dollars for the two happy meals and the extra fry. I'm like, we're not doing this. Like, right. we're not doing this. Like, y'all messed up. Y'all giving me like, whatever it is. We're gonna we gonna move around, you know what I'm saying? But it all starts back to you know, these young bucks just moving too fast or thinking they too good to be working in that in that capacity. And like they're not just putting the time, energy, and effort to, you know, doing a good job, bro. And I see that shit at all the restaurants. And that's why a lot of people, it's not really the food, you know what I'm saying? It's how people are service servicing the food and how people are being treated too. Like that's playing a big part. So that's huge, bro. It's huge. I was together, complaining. Man. I was complaining yesterday. I, I took the wife to the see Mission Impossible at the movies. And you know, I'm a friendly person. I come in, I'm speaking to everybody. How you doing? How y'all doing? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm like, bro, like, you messing my, you fucking my experience. So it's my date night with my wife. Like, like, I need you to cheer up a little bit. You had to fake it or something. Like, again, I get it. Jobs can be stressful, but when you're in a service type position, you gotta, you gotta put a smile you on your face. It, you gotta bring energy. Like, cause the, that, that's like you said, the experience is key. It's not so much about the food and all that. It's the experience, how you make me feel. And that's large, a large part as to why Chick-fil-A, it's civilly looked at as like one Come of the on. upper echelon of fast food because all plays the people are trained to be. They speak well. They're nice, smile on their face, and I think that's because they they get paid a little bit more than a typical fast food spot. So I think part of it is money too, bro. Like you can't just be all many people minimum wage seven thirty five or that's whatever true. expect that's them to true. be super Very happy. True. Bump it up to ten ten eleven dollars. That's still ain't, that's still ain't a lot of money, but that 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 makes difference to like okay okay cool. You know what I mean? Now you can invest into your employees more. Invest invest in the process and just make it a little bit better, and it, it makes the overall brand that much better. But these guys are so worried about money money. What's my bottom line? They don't, they don't care about none of that. As long as they still making billion dollars a year or whatever multi billion, all these companies care about man. So, that's it. It is what Fucking it is, it, brother. Bro. It is what Fucking it is, man. It. Look at us getting old. We we mad about you know, chicken. Right, hey, writing reviews and shit, bro. I, bro, because like the more the, the older and older I get, like you know, I, I'm I'm at the point where now, like, I'm paying for a service. Like, I'm right. I'm paying for what I need. You know what I'm saying? So and money tight too. So you know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm paying for something and my expectations aren't being met, then somebody gonna have to talk to me about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? If this food cold, this food lukewarm, like somebody gonna have to talk to me about it. Like. You know what I'm saying? If you're not greeting me properly, like I'm paying you. Like I, it's not like you're doing it for free. Now, if you're doing it for free, then I can't really talk. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm, you know, you're servicing me based upon, you know, a fee that I'm paying you for that. So I'm paying you to do a job. So if you ain't doing that job, then I'm gonna feel like a goofy if I if I leave and not say nothing at this point. Right, right. You know I mean? Nah, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Like I'm that guy, y'all. So tight. If you don't say nothing, ain't gonna never get fixed, man. You Let me ask you this but before we transition to, to our final segment. I got a little fun segment I, I want to end the show with. Let me ask you this real quick, though. Over your your, your years of life, over your 30, how do you both? 30, 31, 32. 30, 
31. No, I'm 31. 32. Don't do that. Adi, your, 30, your 31 years of life, man. What's been like? Yeah, hmm. like, what, <laughs> you funny as hell. You got me cracking. He said, don't call me. Hey, don't call me. Hey, brothers, get, when they get hey, back, don't, don't they, go. Don't. Sensitive as hell. They do not want to be. Don't hey. add no years to their no, life. Get 30. No cap. No cap. Hey, no cap. Let me ask you this, though. What's the most like hood fast food restaurant overall? Just throughout your 31 years of life, just your, your experience and just like spots you've been to. Like for me, I'm going to go in first. I'm going to say, is dinner, it's, ah, it's, it's either Taco Bell or White Castle for me. Like, I don't oh, like, like large food chain. Like, yeah, like large, large food, food chain. Food. Yeah, I've had some real, yeah, not the small one, like the large food chain. I feel like those two, man, it don't Taco matter Bell, which ones you yeah. at. It'd be, yeah, Taco Bell be ghetto all the time, man. Like, you know, my order usually cool, but it's just the process, it's the people working there, the energy be kind of like, I feel like Taco Bell is number one for me. Man, nigga, I'm gonna go with Popeyes. Okay, okay. Popeyes, bro, it's like, there's not a lot of Popeyes everywhere. You know what I mean? They got good chicken, like they got good size. Like Popeyes is Popeyes, right? Right. But you're gonna be, you're gonna deal with some motherfuckers in there, and it's gonna be a process. You know, nine times out of ten, it's gonna be a process before you get your food. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. I some gonna be wrong. Go to Popeyes, some gonna be wrong. Somebody gonna have an attitude. Somebody, you know what I mean? The speaker ain't gonna be working all the way where you gotta yell your meal. You know what I'm saying? I got into it with somebody maybe two or three years ago at Popeyes, bro, because he was like, I was like, let me get a three piece spicy dart. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With a with a side of potatoes. He was like, wait, I ain't asked you that yet. Hold up. Skirt! Right up to the window. Hey, bro, who the fuck you talking to like that, bro? <laughs> like, what the fuck is, like, what is wrong with you? Like, I just told you what I wanted. Like, you ain't have to get up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It goes back to customer service, bro. Right, right. So I ended up going in and everything, bro. Like, Hold man, on, I you, hate you, you about to really, like, throw him with him at that point in your not life. Even, bro, not even that, bro. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where the manager at? Like, why are you talking to me like this, dog? Like, I ain't did shit to you, bro. I, came, I pulled up. I said, let me get a three-piece spicy dart with a side of mashed potatoes and gravy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't simple. asked you that yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, don't let your, your you don't let your, your, your tough day mess up my day. Yeah, I, bro, I, I, don't give, I, I don't give a fuck about what you, what you, you signed up for this, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? So, yeah, the shit was silly, but Popeye's is definitely, like, top. Like top two, and it sucks too because you mentioned the food is good, food be hidden, shrimp be hidden, That's the Cajun fire. fries, the chicken sandwich, of course, the lemonade slushies. The food is like superb. If they had Chick fil A type service, they'd be number one food. Fast they food would be oh, thousand percent, bro, above it. So, and, and, and the thing about it, like you said, bro, sometimes you know, you, you get those nights when you ain't got nothing to eat, and you driving through past shit, like. You pass up shit just because you know what the service is going to bring. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. Exactly. Like, I don't feel like dealing with that today, man. Hell no. Nah. I know. Because when you go to Popeye, you definitely got to plan ahead. Like you said, no one's going to be some bullshit. <laughs> you got to plan, like, bro. Like, you got to get there 20 minutes earlier than you like. Gotta you got to be. And you got to make sure your patience is good. Like, you good. You ain't in no rush. Like, you just okay. Because you know they're going to be slow. Like, you got to pray. God, just nah, please be with real. me. Like, no, I'm going to go here. I know they're going to be ghetto. We're going to deal with some stuff. Good, bro. So, please be with me. Shit crazy, bro. <laughs> bro, I got into a nigga. I got into it with a nigga at Walgreens the other day, bro. The shit be so silly, bro, because I'm so big on customer service now, bro. Old white dude got into it with him, bro. What do you do? You know how you can go to places, bro, and get cash back? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I bought what I bought, and I'm like, let me, get, you know, let me get the cash back. Boom. So he closes the register, hands me the receipt. Have a nice day. I'm like, sir, you owe me five dollars. I put cash back. I needed five dollars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. He like, damn. Well, wait over there. Mm? What? I'm like, right. game, like game I'm like, wait, hold up. I'm like, hold up. It was a little line behind me, too. He's like, yeah, go sit down. Bro, I'm not sitting down nowhere. I'm standing right here until you give me my money, bro. Or put this refund back on my on my card. So then he had to call somebody in the back, right? 
So he's salty now at this point because I called him out like, bro, you you not detailed, but this is an older older cat though. You not detailed, you know what I'm saying? So he goes into the register, bro. This nigga this nigga decides to give me one dollar, and then the rest quarters. Hold on, hold on, flag on the play. Let me blow. Hold on, bro. Let me blow the whistle. Let me make sure I'm hearing you. So you telling me he owed you five dollars in cash back? Five dollars, bro. Five dollars. He, he gave you one individual dollar bill. And the other four dollars he gave it to you in change. 12, 16. Motherfucker gave me 16 quarters, bro. So you know how big quarters is. Even if you get four quarters in your hand, that's that's a lot. Bro, he gave me, he gave me, he tried to the motherfucker tried to give me 16 quarters, bro. A dollar and 16 quarters, bro. So I'm like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I'm not fucking taking all this change. I said, either gonna give me five singles or a five dollar bill. I'll put this money back on my car, dog. So then the shit gets spicy. So after that, bro, I got a Karen behind me. On some like, sir, you really holding the line up. You can just take the money. Money's money. Had to, oh, had, no, to no, mute, had to mute. Look, bro, I had to mute. I had to mute the Walgreens cashier. Let me mute this nigga. <laughs> bro, I had to look back. I had to look back at her ass and just pause, bro. It's so funny though, because it was like a black couple, like mm -hmm. right behind me, but then right behind them was 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 a Karen. Got you. I was like, excuse me. I said, man, you need to mind your own goddamn business. I said, you ain't, you ain't, you over here in the wrong place. I was like, don't, don't get yourself involved or something that you don't know nothing about. But look, said, please tell me you was by yourself and Kayla was not with you. No, I was by myself. I was Ooh, by, you know, Kayla, Kayla was there. You know she would have took yeah. off on Karen. Yeah, yeah. Oh my so, God. so, so look, I let, I let Karen have it though. Like I was, I was already salty. It was after practice, probably 830. Like I'm trying to get back to the crib, whatever, whatever. And I'm I'm housing this lady, bro. I'm like I'm like just mind your own fucking business. Like you worried about shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. I, right. I'm saying you holding. I'm not holding the line up. I got rude cashiers who who not willing to give me five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Or just tell me like, hey, we ain't got no no change right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So anyway, a lady come from the back. I can tell this dude probably has been a dick all day, probably because the lady who actually worked there, she was like, oh, John, like he, it's just John. Like how much change you need? Like and she just handed me a five. And I called in, I reported dude and everything. Like he was such an asshole. And then the lady, the Karen called me outside. She was like, well, I'm just sorry. Like, I didn't mean to. I'm like, get the fuck on mind your business. Right. Like, I just hate people who always just be trying to jump in shit that ain't got nothing to do with them. Like, mm. get your super save a hoe ass on. Like, ain't nobody trying to, ain't nobody trying to how you try to say today. Like, stay in your lane. Be cool. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of people's way. That's how you get your ass hurt. Stand, you know what I mean? Staying in other yeah. people's business. You feel me? But the shit was so silly, bro. And I'm like, bro, I'm usually never the one. I just kind of go. I kind of float on my own lane, bro. Yeah. And like, people have been trying me, bro. And I'm like, I told myself in 2023, bro, bro, I'm not going for none of that goofy shit. Real. I was anyway. on my soapbox, y'all. That shit was just silly. So y'all probably in the car listening to this shit rolling because, bro, I was salty. If y'all know me and my demeanor, too, like, I don't really... You know, I don't do all that arguing and all that fighting, carrying on and shit. Like, I just be chilling, y'all. Like, I'm cool. You so, be chilling till you're not chilling. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I had to get like, out of character, like, just for a second. I was by myself, too. Like, usually when you with somebody else, like, they kind of hype you up a little bit to really go there. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 right. It was just me and, like, my internal being, like, hyping me up. Like, yeah, we about, to, we about to turn this motherfucker up. I'm about to flip this bitch upside down if Buddy don't give me my cash back. If he don't fucking refund my money or if Karen don't shut her ass up, like the shit was silly. It was so many factors going into it that, that could lead to, to, to something going another way. You know what I'm saying? It, like it could have it, it could have went it could have went a whole nother direction. You sound like you know Big Worm. You said if you ain't got my money and my bud, 
I'm killing you and him. If you ain't got my five or my cash back, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm snatching that fucking wig off your fucking head. And Bolo, this is the perfect segue to our, the last segment. I'm surprised you with this, so it, I might put you on the spot. So I'm going to go first. Shit. Top five hood classics of all time. Yo, top five hood classics. Not about like these aren't the best. These are my personal top five hood classics. Take your time and think about it because I'm going to go first. Hood I'm going to go five to one, y'all. My top five hood classics of all time. Wax. Number five, I got all about the Benjamins. Ice Cube. That's a hood classic. Yeah, in my opinion, I'm calling it a hood classic. Okay. Yep, I'm classic. Okay. I'm, okay, I see. I see what I see what what flavor you on right now. Okay. Number four. Real number number four. Number four. I need to write my shit down before I forget. And this one's tough right here because oh, see, I was gonna put it number four. I don't know. If this is a hood classic though. What a term is a hood classic? You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just say it. Number four. I got Rush Hour. Bro, I, I got rushed out. Go ahead. I, you, you, I, I know, hopefully, hopefully, I know you cutting this up and putting this out there, right? I, I just want the comment section to go go in. On I this. know go what's ahead. gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I grew up. That's the number three. I got belly. Oh, that's a good one. Number three, I got belly. Number two, I got money talks. Money talk with Chris Tucker. That, that me, that's a hood classic. Come on now. I broke out of jail. You on the helicopter. We're gonna make Kool-Aid cornbread. Come on now with Charlie Shane. Number one, I got Friday. So to me, yeah, that's so I understand what you about to say. I know the people in the comments are saying right now, Russia ain't no hood class. It ain't no hood. All about the business ain't no hood clip. Listen, you, the film ain't got to be an independent film uh, 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 created by Spike Lee or created by it's your cousin black, black in the hood movie, yeah. to make it just a hood class. I'm talking about a black movie that us in the hood, we all was watching. We was watching All About the Benjamins. We was watching Rush Hour. We was watching Belly, Money Talks, and Friday. So keep we it was. real. We That's were. what we was doing. And my sixth man, my sixth man, this is a real hood classic, State Property. Ooh, State talk property. to him nice. Single, get down and lay down. And when that's, you lay down, you're going to stay down. Now, that's a hood Philly. classic. Now, that's Shout a fucking Philly. hood classic right there. Yes, that's sir, a fucking man. hood classic. That's the fuck I'm talking about right there. <laughs> he got excited about that one. Big Smitty. All right, here we go. Top five, y'all. You know, I'm, you know, we know how we coming. You know what I'm saying? Hey, first hood classic, y'all. Talk to me nice. I got the hookup. Ooh, Master V. Classic, y'all. Hey, coming in number two. Y'all probably don't even know about this, but it's called Three Strikes. Hood I know classic. Three Strikes, man. Okay, He's I'm running the whole sure fucking you know. movie. Yeah, you know where I'm strikes, from, Bolo. Hey. Three strikes a fucking classic. Number Mo three. Is in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Number three, Boys in the Hood. Ooh. Classic. Another classic. Ooh. Hey. Then my wait, was that was that three or four? That's three. Three. Number four, Friday. Gotta throw Friday in there. Like I'm right there with you. Friday is something you always gotta play anytime. And then number five, Finball. New Jack City, baby. Oh, New Jack City's fucking that's my shit, y'all. So I got I got the hookup, three strikes, boys in the hood, Friday in New Jack City. And I definitely will have to go with the six man with being state property because state property is definitely a classic. Hey, I ain't gonna hold you. Your list, your list, fucking my list. Hey, uh -oh. hey you know, you know one one it was one hood classic that people don't know too much about, bro. Blue what? Hill Avenue. Oh, you know, you're gonna get mad at me. I I don't think I seen Blue Hill Avenue all the way through. Hey. Oh, bring it's, it down to me real quick. Like, like, it's, like, like it, it started with you know, obviously, it's about like some some friends, 
You yep. know what I'm saying? And, and they just, you know, they they mobsters essentially. You know what I'm saying? They, right. they, they and I haven't watched it in a long time, so I honestly got to refresh myself. Who's in it? I feel like I might have um, seen it though. The dude from Who's Jason Lyric in there. I don't I don't be knowing actors' names, but he was yeah. in Jason the, the uh Oh, light Alan Payne, light skinned dude. Oh no, yep. I've seen this. I've seen this. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good ass movie. Great movie, bro. Great movie. Great movie. Damn, yeah, bro. Bro. And it's like a true hood classic. Like it ain't really been out there like that, but man, it's a it's it's one of them one of them good ass movies though. I used to watch this Dang. shit called Fat Beach too. Fat Beach a hood classic too. I ain't seen Fat Beach. I used to watch. I, I almost put Paper Soldiers on my list. Ooh, Paper Soldiers. I'm going soldiers. crazy with Paper Soldiers. Hey, 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 shout out to Kevin Hart. Hey, shout Paper Soldiers, Hart. man. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that shit was a great. That was a, that was another great ass movie. Soul Plane, all that, man. Soul about, about it, man. You know, Men's Society. Men's Society. I, yeah. I had that right there. The thing about like my listen. The way I made my list, though, because I think your list is better than mine, like from a standpoint of like this better overall movies per se. But I made my list based upon what movies that I just frequent a lot, like the movies that I watch all uh, just a all lot. day. You know what I'm uh, saying? Well, like, okay, if if we if we talking that too, like I can say a movie that I fuck with like ten times out of ten is probably Loving Basketball, The Wood, right? Um, like right. shit like that. Yeah, like those like are some like. Some hood classics, like we grew up just loving movies like that. Type right, shit, like Mrs. Society is a hood classic, but oh, like yeah. I don't watch that all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the last scene, so damn sad, man. He's trying to save the kid. He gets shot up, cover him up. Like I, I can't mentally you talk talk about mental health as a man. I can't see that all the time. I don't want to watch it all the time. Yeah. I I saw Set It Off. I was Listen on TV. Set it off. That was on TV the other night. Queen Latifah in the car. Classic. Got shot up. I don't want to see that all the time. Yeah, the day they lit her ass up. Yeah. Oh, you know the one. You know the one that we miss. Oh, the hood gonna be mad at us on this one. I think. Baby boy. Baby boy is definitely a classic. You definitely. That's a classic, right? That baby that boy counts. is a classic. Baby <laughs> boy. Baby boy probably would have been top ten for me though. It would have been top ten. You don't rock. You don't rock. Baby boy. Top five though. Yeah, Baby boy, right. a classic though. It's it's right. a lot of them out there though, for real. It is, man. So, it is. Man. I know I'm motherfuckers not... gonna try to eat us up. They, they gonna eat me. They gonna. I can't, I can't believe you forgot. Uh, woo woo. Right, right, right. They gonna be like, you got Russia, Russia. How you got Jackie Chan in, hey, in a hood gonna, movie? They gonna jump on your ass. You put Rush Hour in. Bro, the, the but, first, I, but I feel what you're. The first Rush Hour was from, a hood though. movie though too. I, Ooh, the I first one. The first one was hood. Bro, you know what's you know what's my number seven, bro? What I forgot? What Players Club? Players Club, then they're top five. I, I then they gotta take one out and throw Players Club in there. Players Bolo. Club is definitely a fucking hood class. That's top five, bro. Bolo, make that money. Don't let it make you. Thank you. Dollar bill. Dollar bill. Dollar bill, man. That's Damn. my nigga Ronnie. Above the rim. Ah. Ooh. Above the rim. We going crazy. Damn. That was going crazy. Hood I forgot about Above the rim. You forgot about Above the rim. Hey, we just keep naming shit and reacting to it. Hey, niggas don't know about Rod. Neither Rod was a good ass uh, Ooh, black movie too. It really Rod. was. Yeah. It really was. It really oh. was. What's the movie with um? What's the movie with um? Marlon Wayans, his brother. He's a basketball player. His brother died. He was a ghost. He was. He was helping. Oh, him. you talking about um? Ah, yeah. They they hooped. Um, his brother like his got, brother died, and they kept they kept hooping and shit. His brother was like he started going crazy. Is it um? Exactly ah, what you talking about, bro? I got a name here before we hop off, but I'm gonna be the Six Man. The 
Six Man, yeah. The Six Man, man. That was a good movie, man. So it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of hood classics. You got Mo Money. You got a lot of, man. We can keep on. I was thinking about Mo Money when you said that, too. You weren't thinking about it. You was nervous. So (laughs) make sure y'all tune in, man. We're going to make an announcement here soon in uh, one of these episodes coming up. So y'all just beware. Stay tuned. But Mm -hmm. appreciate y'all for rocking with the porch. Another day, another dollar, another episode. You know where to find us, man. We ain't got to say the list. You, You know where we at. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a review, hit the like button, comment, engage on our TikTok or Instagram to help us blow up. And uh, Bolo, what you what you got what you got to say on, what you got to say on your mind to end the show? Hey man, make sure you keep the main thing the main thing. And every day you wake up, just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat People don't want us to leave They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean Hand about cats, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing, it's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching, look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began, had to put in work, every day we got it in Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.